Hello. Hi. I'm Kristen. I'm Kristen. I'm Josh. I'm Kyla. And this is The Weird and the Suspicious. That's weird. That's suspicious. You're wondering why the low energy intro today. We don't know either. Kirsten, you're starting this off that way. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Which I, I have high energy, so I don't know why. <laughs> I have a story that I stole from Joshua. Okay. So I'm doing a mystery of the lead masks case, which began in the hills of Rio de Janeiro. And in 1966... Rio de what? I don't know what it is. Rio de Janeiro. I'm pretty sure... I don't think it's with an... Eh, it might be with an H, but I don't know if it's... Fuck you! Wait, I'm going to go Kyla? back and forth. I'm going to go back and forth. Anyway, um, continue. Rio de... Uh, Janeiro. Janeiro. But is it Spanish? It's Portuguese, I think. But aren't there or like not. J's silent? I'm not positive. Sometimes they're H's. Okay. That's what I meant. That silent. Look up how stupid. To... Oh, okay. So in 1966, a man stumbled across two bodies that were side by side, but they didn't look like they were injured. They were dead bodies. Uh, oh. But they didn't appear to be injured. No, they were just two normal bodies of people standing next to each other. He just stumbled across them. Yeah. Um, it happens sometimes. Yeah, it, I mean, honestly, it happens to me all the time. Like, when I go to the grocery store, I stumble across bodies standing around. But they It'd both... It weird, though, if they didn't move. That would be weird. Pretty suspicious, if you ask me. I fucking hate you guys. They both had lead masks over their eyes. And formal suits with raincoats on over them. And the police arrived after the man that found the bodies called. And he had discovered a note in one of the dead man's pockets that said they had military time on it. It said 1630, be at agreed place. 1830, swallow capsules. After effect, protect metals. Wait for mask signal. Super weird. Obviously, it didn't make sense to anyone who read it. The bodies were later identified as Manuel, I'm not going to know how to pronounce these names at all, Pereira de Cruz. Uh, he was 32. And then there was Miguel Jose Viana, which was a 34-year-old. The police found out that the men actually told their families, like, not long before that, that they were going to go to Sao Paulo to buy equipment and a car. We don't know what for, but they told their wives that they were doing something together. What kind, they didn't say what kind of equipment. They're just like equipment and a car. Just equipment. Yep. That could literally be anything. That's so vague. Well, they worked together, so I'm assuming it was probably something that they worked with. Well, now I want to know what their job is. <sighs> well, I think out of everything, I honestly avoided writing down what their job was because i thought that it wasn't necessary you also didn't think about the questions that i would ask you i did not again again did not your (sighs) questions the things that you're concerned about literally have no relevance to anything so (laughs) as kyla said at the beginning of this this was a stolen story uh they were electricians okay thank you josh (laughs) Ha <laughs> <sighs>
their um, equipment, Kirsten is going to guess, had to do with their job as electricians. But um, they actually didn't get this equipment in cars, so I guess it does fucking matter anyway. Because instead, they boarded a bus to Niteroi. And once they arrived there off of the bus, it was around 2 p.m., they made a few stops at a couple places to get stuff, including raincoats and mineral water. Super random mineral water. Those raincoats are the coats that they were wearing when their bodies were found. And the mineral water they got from a bar. They, they went to a bar to get mineral water? Yes. They went to a bar to get mineral water. The bartender... Told the police that they remembered the men coming in to get the mineral water. And he said one of them looked really nervous because he just kept, like, checking his watch when they were trying to ring them up for the water. Like, it was taking forever or some shit. After the police found out, like, this information, the case pretty much just went cold. They couldn't really figure out much more than that. Because people, like, nobody knew what they were doing. So the men were seen heading into the hills around 3.15. So they got there around 2. They started heading to the hills around 3.15, which is, like, when they left the bar. And then three days later, they were found dead. And according to one of their wives, both men had dabbled in scientific spiritism. And they were both interested. What does that even mean? Kirsten, Google it. You don't you don't wonder what scientific spiritualism spiritism, means? uh, whatever you're just like whatever that is. <laughs> More notes. <Yeah>. I started <laughs> looking it up. Okay, it's basically just like believing in aliens. Yeah, kind of. That's what I assumed. Basically, like it's still technically scientifically based, but it's not really. So, like. Like a scientific-based belief in... Unscientific things. Kind of like aliens. Like, they're not proven scientifically, but, like, there's a belief in them for X, Y, or Z reason. I think it's just more so they think that there's, like, other spiritual entities. Probably, yeah. I okay. think that, that would be the best the best description. Because, like, spiritism just, like, to me, it really just sounds like they believe that there's like another being but it doesn't necessarily have to physically be there sorry i asked too many questions you that was just that was just the best question ever literally okay the sentence right after saying that both men had dabbled in scientific spiritism it says they were both also interested in contacting alien spirits so, like, not aliens, but the ghost of aliens. That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> I didn't want to ask another question. <laughs> Kyla was looking at me like, don't ask a question, bitch. We're all living in fear here today of what's going to make Kyla upset. <laughs> They were both interested in contacting alien spirits, and they had actually tried uh, a few times before with one of their friends. And the way that they tried doing this the first time was they built an electronic device in one of their backyards. I don't know how they built this and well, how they, they thought that it was actually going to contact them. I'm like, 
assuming. Yeah, so I'm assuming it was just some, yeah. Electrician school how to contact aliens. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Like, the typical way that electricians usually contact aliens is just kind of, like, what they were trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> they built this device in the one guy's backyard, and it blew up. And then they made, Bad yeah. Electrician. So they weren't very good electricians. So they made a second attempt to build this machine again with their good electrician skills. Is this why they were going to pick up more equipment? No, that was after this that happened. All of this they happened did the whole, failed, yeah, it they failed. They were going to pick up more equipment. Yes. So more electrician equipment. Okay. And on their second attempt of creating this, they claimed that it created an explosion in the sky uh, on the beach that they uh, built it at because they didn't want it to blow up in someone's backyard again. So they did it on the beach this time and um, it created an explosion in the sky. Did other beach goers see? What? Did, other... did the other people at the beach see it? Yeah. <laughs> no clue. <laughs> There was no mention of this. My my question was going to be, uh, was it a good explosion? Like, was it like, ah, yes, the aliens exploded it for us? Or was it just like, ah, we fucked up again? What is your definition of a good explosion, John? Firework. Uh, like, yeah. Okay. Intended explosion. But are you guys, like, not understanding the fact that they were... Like, that was their whole purpose. They were trying to create fireworks. Yeah. That's how you communicate with alien spirits. Yeah, why do you think we ward them off every year yeah. on that same True. day as that That's one movie? why we do fireworks that's, on the 4th of July. That's the day. Exactly. So, um, Independent Alien Communication Day. They claimed that it created an explosion in the sky, and then there wasn't anything said about that after that. Um, that was basically all that the wife had said. So there could have been more to it. The The men's wives just weren't sharing or that's literally all they knew. Oh, because these guys ended yes. up dead. And okay. So this is all yeah, based on the, what the wives are saying. An old wives tale, if you will. Yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> the police started following leads on this case. But they didn't really believe it had anything to do with aliens or them trying to communicate with aliens. And uh, there ended up being a man that claimed he robbed these two men that got murdered. Made them take some pills, like what they had talked about in their note and whatnot. And killed them, but there wasn't enough proof even leading to that being a thing. But I was kind of just wondering exactly what killed them because they found the bodies, but there was no, you couldn't really see, like, what had killed them. Like, they're, they weren't. They didn't do, like, an um, autopsy so on this, them? I mean, it was years ago, but it was in 1966. But, like, they didn't know, like, the type of drugs that they took, they, like, couldn't test for. They didn't know what it was. They didn't find anything, like, strange. In their system. So are they just assuming they were... Uh, yeah, because they didn't have, like, any signs sure. of, like, any other cause of death. So, like, they did an autopsy yeah. and nothing weird was shown. Yeah, that would be my guess. I'm assuming. So they didn't... Yeah, they didn't see anything strange. But it's just weird that, like, their their note was 
about protect the metal masks, like, and they're wearing these lead masks. So they were worried more about, like, yeah, the pretty much themselves. But lead's poisonous. If you wear lead on your face, can it make you like? I mean, I think you would have to be like sweating or something and then it would have to be able to get into your system like it would have to be more than that just for like the metal to be able to make you crazy it would but be it, there i don't think that there was enough time for that to even happen nobody knows what actually killed those men it's just a strange situation where they were both found laying next to each other with the lead masks on and the notes in their pocket and then just like no obvious signs of any harm done to them well i'm i guess like poison could make sense because there's a lot of poisons that we test for now that weren't common back then that'd be my best guess like where would they have gotten the poison or like what would have poisoned do you think that they poisoned themselves or do you think someone else poisoned them I kind of think someone else poisoned them. Like, maybe they were actually onto something with these aliens and someone poisoned them. So, from my understanding is they, I mean, according to the note, like, being at the agreed place, swallow capsules, after effect, protect metals, wait for mask signal. So, my guess is, like, with them having this recent thing with trying to contact aliens... I'm thinking that maybe they're like, okay, if we definitely not, they're like trying to contact aliens, commit suicide. (laughs) I was thinking if they, if they thought that maybe like in cults, a lot of times they kill themselves because they believe that once they kill themselves, they'll meet the higher power or ascend. Mm. Yeah. And if they kind of believed the same thing that if they did that, they would like, mm, Make it to where yeah. the aliens like, are. Wait for effect. It just sounds like take the drug, wait for you to get a little bit high. Yep. And then... Wait to be high and then protect metals. Protect the metal. It sounds like they're like trying to send them on a bad acid trip. Um, like... That's probably what it was. But they're, I mean, they probably had been contacting people about trying to get in contact with like or you know what i mean like some type of communication with aliens and so my guess is they were getting to this place and they're waiting for the effects thinking that maybe they would be able to see aliens after this or like Mm -hmm. with this type of whatever they're doing situation they got going on they took a drug and it was like, come on, little green man. And then they died from the drug. Like, yeah, maybe they had been told, like, they had talked to the wrong people saying that they were trying to communicate and then whatever. That would suck. Um, from earlier, was was there equipment there? Like, was there random electronic shit there? Or did they just find the bodies? It was just the bodies. There could have been other stuff that the police didn't report or that I didn't read about, but... But I feel like they would have reported it. Yeah. um... It depends. It depends because, like, sometimes if they're investigating people, they don't tell everything. So if someone says something that isn't publicly known, then they're like, According to the wives, like, they brought shit with them the other two times, so I feel like they would bring shit with them. Probably. Probably. But what if, like, 
you know how there's that whole theory that like the body and soul are separate what if it was a way to like separate the two their soul out of their body to go talk to the alien but it didn't work out dmt does well, I mean, maybe it really worked out, and they're they're chilling with the aliens. DMT is more so just like a a visual mind experience. Like people call it. I an hear a lot of people experience. say it's like an ego death, though. Yeah, that's common. I haven't done it. Honestly, I want to. But like, I hear like that's the whole point is to have it be like an ego death, and that like you have an out of out of body experience, but more like the universe, not just the world. Yeah, like what happens is you you don't have your experience being awake and moving around. You have your experience when you close your eyes and you're visualizing and seeing things going on. Um, I saw that they took DMT and then they died. They overdosed. Mm, okay. Okay, so. so yep. For our after a hundred <laughs> Patreon patrons on Patreon. We'll all do DMT and see if anyone. Oh, no. <laughs> Deal. Um, I'll be the mom. I'll no, no. watch over everyone. <laughs> all right, go for it, Kristen. Okay, I don't know if you were done or not. <sighs> Wild. Okay, so I was gonna I was gonna do like a a government thing, but I figured it was kind of a little too gruesome after last week's story, so I'm just going to read a fun little ghost story. So this guy, his name is Adam Ellis. He works for BuzzFeed, so he's like a real known person. Um, His uh, Twitter is Moby Dickhead. (laughs) Um, So like, I don't know if he ever comes out and says if this is real or not. I think, last I knew, he's like been very um, adamant that it's real, and some people are kind of just like, well, he works for BuzzFeed, so, like, he knows how to write a good story. I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, he's, so, he's like, so my apartment is currently being haunted by a ghost of a dead child, and he's trying to kill me. He started appearing in my dreams, but I think he's crossed over into the real world now. The first time I saw him, I was experiencing sleep paralysis and saw a child sitting in a green rocking chair at the foot of my bed. He had a huge misshapen head that was dented on the side, and I did my best to draw it. You're not showing the camera at all. His head was dented on the side? I hate that picture. Um, I'm sorry. Did he just (laughs) draw? That was sitting at the foot of his bed. Oh, yeah, I drew a little picture of it, <laughs> and that's just what it is. Well, he's not an artist, so, um... Imagine, uh, that... <laughs> imagine Ed, Ed, and Eddie, that one that carries around the plank. Imagine if he just got hit in the side oh, of the god. head with a baseball oh, my god. bat, okay. and that is the image. Um, for a while, he just stared at me, but then he got out of the chair and started shambling towards the bed. Shambling? Because I was paralyzed. Yeah. I'm just kind of, I don't really know what that means. It sounds like a creepy shuffle. Like how zombies walk. Like, okay, I kind of thought it was more like a creepy shuffle. Yeah. I can't move because I was paralyzed. I have sleep 
paralysis very often. It sucks. Right before he reached my bed, I woke up screaming. I had another dream a few nights later where I was in a library and a girl came to me and said, you've seen Dear David, haven't you? Ooh, weird. And I was like, who? She said, Dear David, you saw him. She continued, he's dead. He only appears at midnight and you can ask him two questions if you said, Dear David, first. Then she added, but never try to ask him a third question or he'll kill you. I was very shaken having two dreams about the same thing. It's pretty weird. Anyway, a couple of weeks passed without an incident. Then David came back in another dream, same situation. I was in bed and he was sitting on the rocking chair near the window staring at me. In the dream, I said, dear David, how did you die? He mumbles, an accident in a store. His head got crushed in. That's not part of the story. I'm just saying that. Um, taking a wild, wild stab at it. I say, dear David, what happened in the store? He groans. You know what? I wasn't far off. A shelf was pushed on my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he looks like that. <laughs> no. Wait, so so this also leads me to believe that if you die in a really fucked up way, your ghost is going to be that That shape. is so depressing. That sucks so much. <laughs> Wait, okay. So if they die, that, but like, you know, the people, uh, corner, not corners, the people that like pose bodies, do I, you at least get to be like how they pose no. your body? Damn. If someone cuts all your limbs off, you show up as a ghost with no limbs. That would be some fun shit. That's why sometimes there's only ghost orbs, you know? That's why sometimes there's a headless Imagine ghost. all of the rolling around you would do with no limbs. What part of your body... Because if like, it was a headless ghost, obviously the head isn't like the thing that stays. What part of the body is like, it will turn into a ghost? Or Whatever is does left. that person both have... A headless ghost, and there's just a little head ghost running around. Somewhere. I'm thinking the majority of what's left becomes the ghost. Hmm, fair, so if fair. you cut off a hand, the hand's not going to become a ghost, but the rest of the body will, because there's more of that intact. Okay. I'm going to guess. Sounds okay. Like I like ghosts. The but, expertise. Okay, so if someone cuts off all of your limbs, including your head, are those going to come back like... Like, are you going to be able to have, like, a pile of limbs next to you that you can move around? Just I don't know. I think at that point, they take pity on you, and they either, you're not a ghost, or will give you your whole body back to be at a ghost. At that point, they're like, oh, you, don't got, you don't have to be a ghost. You can skip that. Skip the uh, internship you normally have to do as a ghost. <laughs> yeah. I was frozen with fear, and I asked, who pushed the shelf? Who pushed the shelf? David. Doesn't answer. He asked a third question, and he's not supposed to ask three questions, so that's a no-no. I realize I've asked the third question, which I'm not supposed to do. At that point, I wake up absolutely terrified. The next couple of days, I googled death, deaths in the city and can't find anything about a kid named Div David, <laughs> David, named David dying in a store. I even tried different names, Daniel, Dylan, Devin, nothing. A few weeks go by with an without incident um sort of randomly the apartment above mine is vacated and 
I have the opportunity to move into it, a larger apartment, so I'm thrilled. Another month or so goes by, and I sort of forget about Dear David. I think he lost track of me or something because I moved upstairs. But lately, something strange is happening. For the past four nights, my cats gather in front of the door at exactly midnight and just stare at it, almost like something's on the other side of it. Last night, I got a weird feeling and looked out the peephole, and I'm dead certain I saw movement on the other side. Also, he, t- he posts pictures of his cat staring outside of the door. That makes me so uncomfortable. Right? When I opened the door and turned on the hall light, nothing was there, but my cat seemed very unnerved, bushy tails, etc. And that is where I am right now, dear now. Arr, <laughs> dear David. <laughs> I was embodying the cats. <laughs> uh, dear David found me, I think. I don't know what to do. I'll keep you updated. Update. For the sixth night in a row, my cat has walked over to the door promptly at midnight and just stared at it. And he even has a clock, which I mean, he could have changed the time on this clock, to be fair. But this is to show you that it's midnight and the cat is staring. Right. He could have changed the time on its own. But it is like pitch black outside the door. So maybe. What is going on? He posted a video. It's just meowing at the door. And moving its head towards it. Like bobbing its head. Almost like it's like looking up and down. Weird. And then it moves towards the door. Smells the crack. (laughs) (laughs) He's still sniffing. He's like, man, that smells like shit. Still sniffing. (laughs) Now he's sniffing the bottom. Oh, no. More meows. Okay, that was the video. Wow, that's helpful. Okay, so I took a photo through the peephole because I'm too scared to open the door and I feel like I saw something. I couldn't tell, so I mustered the courage to open the door. Nothing was out there. I took another photo. Look at this. Is it just me or is there something in the first photo right where the banister meets the shelves hiding on the stairs? No. It's just you. It's just him. What is that? That's apparently he sees something. It's him looking through a peephole. And seeing the shadows? He said between the banister and the cabinet, but I don't... He's seeing something. He's seeing something. My eyes aren't picking it up, man. I'm sorry. I don't see it at all either. And then this is supposed to be like reference, I guess. So reference picture. I don't see it. And then he says, I wasn't sure if it smudged or something, so I took a second photo from inside. There was something out there. I don't think so, my man. You know, I gotta say, I think you're wrong. (laughs) Anyways, I deadbolted the lock and got into bed because I didn't know what else to do. I can still hear my cat meowing at the door. I am pretty scared. And then his cat is literally just sitting at the door. He's just hanging out by the door. Uh, It's been pretty quiet tonight. I'm I'm gonna try out a sleep talk app to see if anything happens during the night. I'm headed to bed, but the cats are back at the door. They only do this in the middle of the night. It's routine now. And then a picture of him and his cats at the door. He's like, let me get in on this selfie. Right, he actually took a selfie this time. Here we go, just minutes before midnight.
That would creep me out. He's almost, he's like looking back, the cat's like looking back, like, almost like, and then looking at the door and meowing. That would freak me Yeah, out. that's creepy. I, I'll agree with that, because cats pick up something, and then he says, they're both there now, and then a picture of both the cats, kitty kitty kitties. Um... <clears throat> <laughs> this is funny. Um, I don't even know if this is the right kind of salt, so he put salt around it. You Beautiful. know? He's like, ghost salt will do it. Um, Maxwell is extra talkative tonight. He's obviously trying to tell me something. That's the name of his cap. I used the sound app to record my apartment last night. It makes individual recordings. Each time I hear something, there's 33 recordings. Most of them are pretty vague. A couple of them are passing cars and the like. But there are three that I'm interested in. The first is snapping around what seems like a single step. It's odd because I didn't get out of bed at all. Here is the sound. What the fuck? This one is weird because it's only 33 recordings. The only one that has a strange electronic sound... I don't know if you guys can hear it. Yes. It sounds like a static. This directly follows the electronic static, another snap, then I groan in my sleep. Groan in my sleep all the time. God, yeah, you snore a lot. So it was it was like something breaking, static, something breaking, and then he groans. Weird. Do you think it's just him reacting to hearing random shit in his house? Probably. It could be, yeah. Cause I know I know like sometimes if I move a lot, if I'm sleeping next to someone, or if I make noise, sometimes I go like and move around. Sorry, like what? <laughs> <laughs> I like a zombie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, sometimes they do. <laughs> this happens between 2 and 3 a.m., which 3 a.m. is the witching hour, so makes sense. I have no explanation for them. I'll keep the recordings and share if I find anything curious. Getting the F out of my haunted apartment for the weekend. And then he just posts a picture of him and his B sign. Um, I have no explanation for this, and it is, oh, he deleted it. That's rude. Damn, why did he delete it? I want to know what it was. That's rude as fuck. So, a weird thing just happened. Take it with a grain of salt. I bought a Polaroid camera this weekend because they're fun and dorky. I decided to take a few photos around my apartment. Not like the other girls. Fun and dorky. Polaroid camera. I'm not like the other girls. I'm using it for ghost. So like the other ones. <laughs> um, Drop no way. Polaroids are stupid. I like Polaroids. I don't care what anyone says. I'll be that fucking bitch. And so will Josh, obviously. Have you always had that? <laughs> this? Does it work? I, I, I just got it. I, I heard us talking about Polaroids. I ran to the store just now. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. hate you. Um, Polaroids are stupid and fun and inherently sort of creepy. I'll agree with the last part. I don't think they're stupid, though. I didn't expect to find anything for the most part. I didn't. I took a couple of my living room and in my bedroom. That's the rocking chair I first saw David in. It's pretty unremarkable. Huh. Just a basic ass. I thought that was an actual photo for a second. Oh, I'm like, why are you showing us a picture? <laughs> I have the actual Polaroid. I purchased I the photograph just for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he said, I went to the hallway and snapped a photo. The Polaroid developed completely black. That, I think, is weird. Bitty, 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 Pull a little bit over. You uh, said it I, didn't it's a develop? Black Polaroid. I guess yeah. I didn't know what to expect. I even ripped open and destroyed the fresh pack to see if it was just an undeveloped Polaroid, but they start out white. I also thought maybe I accidentally covered the lens with my finger, so I took a photo while intentionally covering it. The photo on the left is me covering the lens with my finger, and the one on the right is my fully lit hallway taken just after midnight so the one that his thumb is on is the one covering the lens interesting so that can't be it so this could be nothing i'm not sure what to make of it okay one last thing because i wanted to double check here's a couple of videos of me taking photos i will post this link to this uh thread too is that of the hallway yeah, and he, every time he takes one, they just develop black. Like, you can still kind of see it, but it's not like... So well, like, not really. Well, no, the first one was, like, full black. I think he's just showing, like, how it normally oh. looks, and that's why the first one's kind of fucked, because it's... Well, and then this was after it sat for a while and gave it, like, the full time to develop. It's just fully black. Okay. Honestly, I don't know why I'm still fucking around with this camera. There might be a logical explanation. Someone told me to take photos from farther away, so I tried that. Once with my iPhone and once with my Polaroid. Ooh, creepy, creepy iPhone. Polaroid. Oh, that's kind of crazy. Well, and Josh, this is what we talked about. Like, if iPhones are just, like, take the picture too fast that they can't pick up on shit like old cameras used to be able to. Yeah. Mm, I'm creeped out. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I wouldn't move out. So he said, this whole thread has been really convoluted and I'm sorry. It's hard to follow. I just thought it was all weird and I wanted to share. Folks have been urging me to get some sage, so I did. Sage in the hall, definitely sage in the house. Sage will not save chair. you. Honestly, sage doesn't seem like it'll help much, but I'm open to anything. I barely mm-hmm. sleep at night. I kept waking up feeling like something was wrong, but who knows? Maybe this will do something. Sage did not work. Called it. I haven't dreamt about David in a few months, but it happened again last night. In the dream, my bedroom was filled with hazy smoke, but I could see David sitting in the chair across the room. He was smaller this time, almost shrunken. He didn't do or say anything except look at me. Anyway, it feels like a bad omen. It's been two weeks, and he still does this every night at midnight. And it's just his cats, his little kitty cat, at the door. Other weird stuff has been happening, too. There's gotta be- that's the door that he was trying to take pictures of? Yes! To the hallway to leave his apartment. I don't- dude, I would have just moved out, Um, honestly, because that's just too much. I've been recording myself sleeping, and it picks up weird static electricity sound every night at 3 a.m., which- it lasts about five minutes, which is the witching hour. This morning I woke up to a whole house shaking. 
it felt like a small earthquake. I debated even mentioning that on Twitter because it sounds made up, but I distinctly felt the whole house swaying. It's just a bunch of small things happening at once. I feel so uneasy, like right before a thunderstorm comes. Everyone is telling me to move, but I don't have any guarantee that this won't follow me. Because he did move upstairs and it followed him. But also if it's in the building, moving within the building is not going to do a whole lot. And also just like, it's not easy to move in the first yeah. place. Yeah, Kyla knows. <laughs> yeah. And so it would fucking suck to get that all figured out, and then it just follows you anyway. And so Yeah, that's true. It's just... Oh, man. Or they just issued a thunderstorm warning for tonight. Everyone in the city is talking about how weird the sky looks. I can hear rolling thunder from a distance. The sky doesn't look that weird. But- it looks like a normal Midwest sunset. Yeah, I think that looks normal. Yes, it does. All this ghost stuff has been spooky, but this past weekend was the first time I actually felt unsafe in my home. On Friday night, there was supposed to be a huge storm, and at the end, it passed, but the night was bizarre anyway. I fell asleep pretty early. I was incredibly tired for some reason. I had a dream that night where David was dragging me by the arm through an old and abandoned warehouse. I'm not sure why I didn't fight back in the dream or how he was strong enough to pull me, but that's the dream logic for you. It was a creepy dream, but I didn't think much of it. When I woke up, I took a shower and then I noticed something. I'd wake up with a huge bruise on my arm. Well, I do that all the fucking time. But it is pretty fucking big and in a weird spot. The whole you, top you part of his arm is one big bruise? Yeah. That's rough. Well, and David was dragging him through a warehouse, right? Maybe I injured myself the day before and my arm was hurting during the night, which manifested as a dream. I guess. See, he's throwing out possibilities. He's willing to, to take it. There could be a totally logical explanation for it, so I brushed it off. I went for coffee, which I do every weekend. When I was in the coffee place, I always passed a food cart repair depot. Interesting. It was incredibly busy, especially on weekends. I lived in the neighborhood for four years, and this place has always been jam-packed with carts getting serviced. So maybe it's food carts getting fixed. Does that make sense? You're saying. Probably. But, but like, today, is there an entire business that just fits food carts? <laughs> he said it was in a warehouse. Food cart. So yeah, break your cart and with food. Get the cart fixed. Repeat. Well, he said today it was completely abandoned. The whole warehouse was gutted and empty. Um, excuse me. And that's well, where that's, that's jam packed every weekend. Fixing that's the suspicious. Food well, almost empty, I went inside to look around because I was astonished that this place was suddenly empty after all these years. Basically, the whole thing in the entire warehouse was a single green chair. Man, you are colorblind because that chair is not green. <laughs> it could also be the photo, though. David first appeared in a green chair. It could be nothing, but it was weird that it was the only thing left behind. On my way back from the coffee, the warehouse had been shuttered. It's remained shuttered since. Wow, what a weird way to just say it. they fucking closed that goddamn thing up. Like that thing's called it's a, a shutter, fucking garage door. Yeah, well, it's a shuttered garage door. Yes. The chair, my bruise, dreaming about an empty warehouse, and then passing one, it gave me the creeps because he dragged him through an empty warehouse, and then he had an arm on his 
He had an arm. He did have an arm. He had a bruise on his arm. He had an extra arm <laughs> on top Needless of his arm. Of <laughs> Needless to say, I didn't sleep much that night. Too many strange things are happening more frequently. It's a, it was a strange weekend. There have been a few small developments in my apartment. I'm not really sure what to make of them. I just know I'm scared. I am, If you recall, my cats usually gather at the door at midnight, but lately it's been getting earlier and earlier every night. I was almost used to the routine, so when they started to cry at the door at 10 p.m., I was so confused. They begin a new routine, hover around the door at 10, cry for about 15 minutes, and wander off as if nothing's wrong. But this week, something else has been happening. Shortly after the usual cast stuff, around 10.30 or so, I started getting phone calls from an unmarked number. My entire call history for the past week law for the past week looks like this. You'll notice that I answered once yesterday. Beep bop boop. No caller ID. Yeah, they could have paid someone to do that, but Yeah. Since this has been happening for days on end, I thought it might be an automated telemarketer or something. Usually it is an automate automated thing. If you answer once, they quit calling, so I picked up. Instead, I heard on the other side was a peculiar electric electrical static sound, very similar to the static in my sleep app picks up at night. I didn't say anything, just listened, waited for an automated message to chime in. After about a minute, the static stopped and then it was silence. I kept listening. I heard what I thought was breathing, but it was faint and I can't be sure. My heart was racing and it was hard to hear. Then, just as I was about to hang up, I heard a small voice whisper, Hello. Something about the way they said hello freaked me out. It wasn't a question or a greeting, just hello. A flat statement, so quiet, I could barely hear it. I panicked and hung up. I didn't know what else to do. I closed all the curtains in my apartment and turned on every single light. I watched TV until dawn because I was too scared to go to sleep. I sort of feel like I'm losing my mind. If I look at each individual incident on its own, they're perfectly logical explanations for everything. But after three weeks of weird shit happening, I don't know how to make sense of it all. The only thing I feel like I can do right now is write everything down so that's what I'm doing and that's what I'm going to keep doing. So I moved the green chair out of the bedroom weeks ago and it has been in various parts of the living room ever since. I probably should get rid of it, but I'm not sure that would have any effect. Also, I'm going on vacation to Japan in three weeks and I keep thinking if I can make it to my trip, this will all end. As dumb as that sounds. David lost track of me once I moved, so maybe if he believes I've left the apartment again, he'll leave me alone. Anyway, last week, I bought a pet modern camera so I can keep an eye on all my cats while I'm overseas. So basically, a nanny cam that connects to the Wi-Fi so you can check on it whenever you want. It runs 24-7. It also alerts you to sound and movement via app. I black out the company since I doubt they want to be associated with ghosts. They probably do not. Or they do. You know, that's a whole market you can hop in on. Buy our camera. Check out the ghost. (laughs) In any event... In any event, I decided to test it out for the weekend. I was away from home one night, so I set up the camera before I left. My phone pinged periodically through the evening, alerting me to the cast running around playing normal stuff. Then around 11, it alerted me again that it detected a motion, but when I checked on my feed of my apartment, I didn't see anything. So when I watched the feed again, still nothing. I watched it a third time and finally noticed something. And then he said, watch the chair. Well, that chair is green. Yes. That's... And it's moving. Creepy. I think the ghosts just like green. 
disgusting. He's like, ah, uh, reminds me of outside before I got crushed by this bookshelf <laughs> in a warehouse. And then he put the green chair by the bookshelf as a fuck you to the goat. He really did. <laughs> you might not want to sit there and remember what happened last time. He's like, you put that chair there for me? And he's like, fuck around and find out. Yeah. I knew it couldn't be the wind because I haven't had the windows open all summer. I have AC and I like to keep it chilly. It was unnerving, but there wasn't anything I could do about it right then, so I flipped my phone off and tried not to panic. About an hour later, I got another motion alert. Here's the feed on that alert. Um, paranormal activity. Okay. If you missed it the first time, like, look above the shelf, blah, blah, blah. We've seen it. Yes, I know it's weird to own a turtle shell, but my family lives in Montana, and I picked it up last year at a native trading post. And this is what fell. And this is little tiny turtle shell. Cute, cute, cute. I don't want it because now I feel like they're all haunted. Since I've been back home, I've been too nervous to turn the camera back on, and today it was pretty quiet. That said, I feel really uneasy. I put the chair back into the hall. I hope nothing else happens tonight. It's happening again. I've been leaving the nanny cam on 24-7. It records every time there's a movement or sound. As you know, I was going over to feed from I was going over the feed from this weekend and noticed some weird stuff. During the night on Saturday, while I slept, it recorded the cats in the living room. It seemed pretty remarkable at first, but then after a few movements, Maxwell freaks out and jumps over something invisible. You know, sometimes cats just jump in the air though, dude. Uh-huh. Ugh. But it's still towards the shit that things have been going on, so, like, I kind of believe it. It's yeah. one of those things, though, where it could just be, like, the cat being fucking weird, but with all of the other shit that's happening, mm. it makes sense that he's, There literally like, could be something it. that the cat yeah. doesn't like that he owns. Well, that's what he says. He said on its, everything on its own isn't a big deal, but when you add yeah. it all together, then it's weird. I don't think it was a bug or anything. Maxwell doesn't react to anything with bugs. He just eats them. Something spooked him. Once more, I almost never get bugs. I've seen maybe three in all the years I've lived here. Anyway, the next night, the camera recorded a couple more strange things. Specifically, it recorded Maxwell doing this on and off for hours. But it's not a video. It's just a picture. So doing what? Oh! Maxwell just standing there. Oh! Oh, just like standing up, staring at me for nothing. hours. And at first, I didn't notice notice it. My phone locked. At first, I didn't notice it because he's just just straight chilling for hours. It's a little weird. Yeah, cat doing that for more than like okay. A even of if they did that for a out. couple of yeah. minutes, like a minute straight, would be like, damn, why did the cat just do that? Way too long. He'd sit up on his hind legs, peer around the room as if looking for something. This could be, or this is odd behavior for him, and I couldn't come up with an explanation for it, especially because of the next video. Here's a video of the camera recording that night. That cat's trying to get something. That's creepy. (laughs) Nope. 
I suppose there's a chance it was a fly, but honestly, I never get flies, so that seems unlikely. I can't shake the feeling that something has made its way to the apartment. It's odd behavior for Maxwell in any event. Things feel off this week. I can't explain it. That's odd behavior for any fucking cat. And if you have a cat that acts like that, get the fuck rid of it. Throw it out the window. It's Don't throw it out the window. Just give it to someone else. <laughs> if you have a cat that senses paranormal activity, get rid of it. Get rid of it. Let the ghost possess you. Uh, I've been having so many nightmares lately. They're way more intense than my usual dreams, too. I don't know if it's because I'm stressed or if it's something else. This afternoon, I took a nap, and I had a dream I haven't had, I haven't been able to shake. In the dream, I was laying in bed and rolled over to face the other direction. On the pillow next to me was a severed head with a bloody spine attached, snaking down the bed. That's me. Um, This head was staring right at me, somehow still alive. I had this huge smile plastered on its face. Horrified, I screamed, what happened to you? And the head smiled even bigger. It feels great, Um. the head groaned. After that, I woke up. It was dark outside by then. Everything was quiet. Other dreams have been just as strange. Things like dark figures staring in my window, even though I live on the second floor. Stuff that makes no sense in relation to what I've been experiencing is real life. After that dream about the head, I've been feeling uneasy all night. I can't stop thinking about it. I decided to go for a walk if it's if for no other reason than to get out of my apartment, when I go to a bodega a few blocks away to get a snack. On the way, I had to pass a warehouse that was boarded up a few weeks ago. It's actually on the way to everything I passed. Uh, I pass it twice a day just to get to the subway. Maybe it was in New York. Maybe not. Yuck. I hurried past it since it freaks me out now. At the bodega, I got some Doritos and a seltzer. That made my way, and then made my way back home. Then I passed the warehouse a second time, and I heard a thunk from the other side of the shutters. I froze in place, but there was no other sound after that. I probably should have continued on, but the curiosity got the best of me. There was a grated window next to the doors about a foot above my head, too high to see into. So I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to hold my phone up in the window and take one photo, and then run for my life. I made sure the flash was on, positioned my camera lens through one of the grates, and then snapped a photo. I almost thought I saw movement when the flash went off, but I couldn't be certain. The light bounced off the grates and was pretty blinding. I couldn't even look at the photo. I just ran all the way home. I was too jumpy to look for a while. I just ate my Doritos nervously. And when I finally did take a look at the photo, here's what I saw. Okay, here's my thought. I know it's scary because it's a warehouse, but you're going to run back to your haunted house? Like, your haunted house is a safe place? Honestly. Yeah, but uh, obviously they still, like, think it's somewhat comfortable because they live there still. It seemed to be a different part of the warehouse, maybe an office? I don't really know what's happening here. I'm not Any sure guess? either. Okay. There was a bunch of old insulation and what looked like a filing cabinet and ripped up a leather desk chair. That I noticed something else in the upper right corner, something that looked like a face. I don't really see it though. The more I stared at stared at it, the more it started to look like a nondescript blur 
Now I can't even be sure what I'm saying. Maybe I'm too deep into this and my brain wants to see David when he's not there. But here I mess with the filters on it on my phone a bit more. So tell me it doesn't look like him. It doesn't. I don't know. There's a glare. So it's like kind of hard. Yeah, it's hard with the glare. Or these past few days have been fairly quiet. I haven't been spending much time at home. I leave for Japan in a couple hours. I've been trying to avoid anything weird before my trip. I still feel like things all might stop if I just leave for a couple of weeks. Whatever happens, I want to thank everyone for their kind thoughts and concerns. This whole ordeal has been very stressful and it means a lot. It makes me feel like I'm not going through this alone. See you in a couple of weeks. So I bought a votive tablet at the shrine I'm at in Japan. What is that? I don't know. It says, please protect my cats while I'm away from home. This is my last full day in Japan. The past couple weeks have been pretty peaceful. I have people taking care of the cats and they say they've been doing fine. This morning I went for a long walk around the Sapporo. I've never really planned my vacations. I like to wander a lot and see what I find. I came across a statue in the park. I couldn't find out any real information about it online, but it was pretty weird and pretty. Pretty little statue. Nifty, nifty. I was taking pictures of it from a different angles since it's a cylinder. I moved around to one side and almost dropped my phone at what I saw. It felt too similar to be a coincidence. I felt dizzy staring up at it. This kid with a dented head. And it does kind of have a dented head. Wait. Okay, I have you now. Perfect. Oh, wow. Yikes. That was on the statue, and it was a mother holding it. I don't know. Maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe it's nothing. It doesn't feel like nothing. Anyways, I have to pack for my flight home in the morning. It'll be good to see the cats again, at least. I made it home safely. The cats are fine, if a little more talkative than usual. Picture of him and his little kitty cat. Beautiful. Yep. Weird things have been happening with the electricity in my apartment this week. First two bulbs have burned out in the hallway in less than a week. At this point, I just left it alone rather than getting a ladder again. But but the strangest thing has to do with the backlight on my TV. It's an LED strip that plugs into the TV itself via USB. The TV has to be on in order for the backlight to be on, but last night the the backlight was flickering on and off by itself. I noticed it just... Sometime before dawn, and when I woke up, I went into the kitchen to get some water. I barely got back into bed again when I saw the faint light come on in the living room for a few seconds, and then it went dark. I went back to the living room and stood there and watched the backlight go on and off, on and off, for at least a few minutes. It was bizarre. Eventually, it stopped, and now the backlight doesn't work at all. It only is a couple months old, and it shouldn't be dead already. Anyway, or I couldn't go back to sleep, so I went to the diner near my apartment, and it was only 4 a.m., so it was the only thing open. (laughs) When I get back home, the sun was starting to come up, so I figured I might as well shower and go into work early. I showered to brush my teeth and then head into the bedroom to get dressed. I passed the front door. I thought I heard a faint scratch sound on the other side. It was so soft, I wasn't sure I had really happened. I went over to the door, but I was too scared to look through the peephole. I couldn't bring myself to actually put my face that close to the sound, so I opted to take a photo through the people instead. Since there's a skylight just outside my door, the hall awash in faint yellow-green light, I snapped a couple photos. At first, the pictures didn't seem like anything, just blurry nothingness. But I, as I analyzed it and stared and started noticing things, part of a face, an ear, an eye were staring right back at me. I don't know how this dude picks up on all of that. I can okay. kind of see it, yeah. Send it. 
But you can only, it's like you can only see this part of his face from the peephole. So if you're looking at the peephole, this is the part that you could see. Hmm. You feel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Kyle's like, no. I think maybe it's time to get someone else involved. It's obvious this thing isn't going to stop until I do something. I'm just not sure what that is yet. I'll let you know when I figure it out. For those of you who couldn't make it out, he draws a gif or gif of what I also see. Okay, I can see Now that he did that, I see it. I think it was more so just, like, I would have to see the actual picture. Sorry for the radio silence for the past couple of weeks. First, I had a friend come over and do some cleansing stuff. She did the whole apartment and the hallway. A lot of self-proclaimed professional mediums have reached out, plus about a dozen ghost hunters, quote-unquote, TV shows. Because this guy works for BuzzFeed, so he has quite a bit of following. I've declined them all because I don't really want strangers in my house sensationalizing what's going on. So instead, I had a friend come over and cleanse the place for about a week or so. It seemed like it worked. Things happened to go back to normal. The cats weren't gathering out the door anymore, and I stopped having dreams. It was starting to seem like it was over. Then, one morning last week, I was walking to work and past the shuttered warehouse as usual. Take a different fucking route, dude. Come on. (laughs) This time, all the metal doors were wide open, sunlight pouring in, and their warehouse was still mostly empty, except for one thing. There was a hearse parked near the back wall. Gross. Pixar, it didn't happen, and he got the fucking pics. Um, The warehouse has been closed for over two months. I have no idea why it was open that day. Nobody was around. It was weird, but I tried not to think about it. It's not... All that strange to see a hearse, I guess, like they have to park somewhere, question mark. I tried to put it out of my head, and the next several days were uneventful. But something else happened last night around 10 or so as I was watching TV on the couch. I went into the dining room to get a drink from the fridge and noticed both cats sitting by the far window, staring straight up at it. The window looks out of the front roof of the business next door. I glanced out the window and didn't see anything. I figured that maybe there was a mouse in the wall or something. I shrugged and grabbed a beer from the fridge. As I went to the kitchen to get a bottle opener, I noticed something. There is a window in the kitchen which looks out into the same roof and someone was standing on the roof staring at me. I immediately ducked down and reached and flicked off the light switch, peered over the windowsill and couldn't see much. My phone was in my pocket, so I grabbed it and took a photo, and it was blurry and dark, but I swear someone was out there. I, yeah, it's hard, 0%. it's hard to see, so I'm just going to send the picture again in the link, but you can kind of see in a little tiny spot where there's like almost the shape of a head, and that's about it. Or I tried to take a better photo, but the figure had disappeared, but you can see in this photo where the figure is not there anymore... If you can see it in the first one, you can see where it's not there anymore in the second one. I closed all the blinds and made sure the door was locked and then drank like five more beers until I was too drunk to be scared. I feel that. But now I'm like back in, back at square one. I'm sure it was him. It's not going away. I don't know what to do. It's been about four months since the first time I dreamed of David. This might be long, but stick with me. Last night, I dreamed about him again. This was... Almost exactly the same as the first time I saw him. In the dream, I saw him in the chair again, and 
I don't have the green chair in my room anymore. This time, it was a recliner I've had for years. He was staring right at me, just like the first time. Again, I felt paralyzed and I could barely move, but this time, something was different. I still felt mostly immobile, but I could squirm just a little bit. I felt more alert. I could move my hands somewhat. David glared at me, and I dreaded what was what I knew was coming. He was going to get out of the chair and come towards me like before. I had to do something. I keep my phone next to me on the bed and I somehow managed to get a hold of it. I thought if David's going to kill me, maybe I can at least get evidence on my phone. So I started snapping pictures in the dark. He's like, I'm a BuzzFeed writer. It's going to be put on the internet. (laughs) I need evidence. Yeah. Ghosts are real. Sure enough, he crawled down off the chair and began shuffling towards me. He moved slowly like it was a struggle for him. I felt terrified, but I kept taking pictures. David limped closer towards me, never taking his eyes off of me. Soon I was face to face with him. He started muttering something too quiet for me to understand. I watched his eyes roll the back of his head until they were all white. I tried to wither away from him, but I could barely move. I stared in horror as he began crawling up onto my bed, still murmuring something. That is when I woke up. Same as before, broad daylight, no trace of David anywhere. It's almost routine now, but it was a dream after all. So I got up, I went to work, and after a while, the stress of the dream melted away. I wasn't even going to write about this since it wouldn't really be a new information, but tonight I noticed something that petrified me. I went to my phone to find pictures from a couple days ago and saw a dozen of pictures of pitch black photos in my camera roll from last night. It's better to show you turn up your brightness because they're pretty dark. I see it. Oh, I actually see that a lot. Oh, wait, the dude? Or is that him? That's yeah, yeah, that's the little kid. That's oh. And then there's another one. Kyle's gone. She misses it. And then there's another one. He's very blurry this time, though. Usually, I can come up with some excuse for what's happening, but I have no logical explanation for this. So now I'm sitting here on my couch freaking out. I certainly won't be able to sleep. I just felt like I needed to get this out. For everyone asking, yes, I'm alive. I know it's been on the quiet side because there's something I'm trying to investigate and I'm not sure how to yet. I'd rather not tweet unless I have something substantial here. It's also sort of hard to explain the logistics of what I'm trying to find out, but I'll do my best. Basically, there's a part of my apartment I'm just now learning about. At least that's what I think. To f- refresh your memory, I live on the I live in a duplex. I used to live on the first floor, and now I live on the second floor. It's a long box building that looks like this. Here's a little picture of his house. It's a little yeah, simple yeah. ass drawing. It's like literally just a fucking box. Um, the other week I was tweeting the most recent update from the living room couch about 30 seconds after I sent the last tweet. I heard a thump directly above my head as if someone above me had dropped something on the floor, which is impossible since I'm on the top floor apartment. There's also no way to access the roof. There aren't any ladders on the outside of the building. The only way you'd get on the roof is through the skylight in the hallway. There's no trees in the immediate vicinity either. It definitely wasn't pipes either. It was distinctly the sound of something falling to the floor. My building is 
old and makes a lot of noises, but this one's a new sound and it startled me. So I'm thinking there's some secret crawl space in my home. I look out over my apartment. I can't figure it out. So I go into the hallway and that's when I see something that dawns on me. There's no real way to ease into this, but I'll just say it. There's a mysterious hatch in my hallway I've always known about, but I just assumed it was a direct opening to the roof and then a picture of the crawl space. Dude, what if there's just like a little kid living in his fucking There is disgusting it's really high above the stairs so i always figured it was impossible to access without some sort of fancy professional ladder i use this video so you can see how high it is did you get that or did i move too fast i got it that's that's pretty high i see that hatch every morning when i leave for work and think nothing of it but this time something dawned on me it can't lead to the roof because it's actually below the roof I'm about to spring some simple math on you, so I apologize in advance. First, the skylight is flat with the roof, so I checked Google Earth to make sure the hatch is about three feet below the skylight, meaning there's about three feet of empty space between the two openings. Think, I think maybe there's maybe the hatch leads to a short ladder going to the roof, but even then, if that's the case, the hatch is level with all the ceilings of the apartment so that means that there's three feet of empty space over apartment which there usually is for installation it's not usually just like straight fucking roof above it no yeah i was ready to explain this away for a couple of reasons one it might just be some sort of insulation space all that all buildings have wow i'm reading this guy's mind I'm not even an architect, so what do I do? I didn't seem it didn't seem relevant enough at the time, so I decided it was I wasn't going to mention it here. But over the past week and a half, I've been hearing more things above me. A few days after the first sound, it sound I heard a similar thump while I was in the kitchen. Then last night, I heard something to a small click to the floor, and then a roll about six feet before stopping. Something is going on up there. Maybe it's a raccoon, but maybe it's nothing at all. I also how does he know it rolled six feet? Because like you can hear stuff rolling, you can hear where can something you hear starts. Six feet. One. No, second but you can like hear where something starts and where it ends, and like you like look up and you're like, yeah, it's about six feet. Oh well, yeah, it's about one second per foot. Yeah, something like I that. I think that was about six seconds. I also can't get over the fact that the hatch is in such a weird and inaccessible place over the stairs i need to investigate i'm not sure how right now i guess i'll try to buy a long pole off amazon to see if the hatch can if the hatch even moves i might have to buy a construction ladder at any rate that's why i have been mia for a minute i'll keep you posted when i figure out how to get up there okay about a pole so why would you buy a pole just to push on it like what else are you going to use it for to see if it opens like if it's not if it's like locked shut why buy yeah, a ladder but like, wh- but like why buy a pole when you can just buy a ladder and then have a ladder because if he lives in the city somewhere how it's many uses to buy a pole do you have a ladder and for they can use it to strip on afterwards joshua uh, exactly i'm sorry forever ever questioning if the hatch is movable, I'll either shell out of the out for a ladder or call my landlord to investigate. Why isn't he calling his landlord before this? To be like, yo, or what the fuck you can just here? shimmy down the stripper pole afterwards. A lot has happened in the last week, but I was 
away for Thanksgiving, so I'm just now able to write it all down. The noises from the ceiling haven't let up, but the poll I ordered didn't arrive before I had to leave before the holidays, so I didn't ex- I didn't actually get it until late Friday night. I planned to do investigating the next morning, and I went to bed. I barely fell asleep when I woke up to an incredibly loud crash above me. It sounded like someone had dropped a bowling ball. I bolted upright in my bed and immediately felt strange. There was a weird energy all around me. I can't explain it. After about a minute, I heard another crash. I briefly thought about grabbing my shoes and booking it. And that would mean passing under the hatch. And that seemed like a bad idea. So instead, I just listened and waited. And I'm not sure what for. I would have fucking ran. The crash happened again and again, probably 15 times in a row, followed by a long silence. And then I heard a smaller, creaky sound from the hallway. In my mind, I registered it as footsteps, but I couldn't have been anything. I stayed until I stayed still, but then there was no more sounds after that. I laid back down, still tense and nervous, but I must have fallen asleep at some point because I woke up the next morning and everything seemed normal again. I got dressed and left to get a bagel. Um, same as every Saturday. As I made my way down the stairs, something crunched under my feet, and I looked down and noticed a pile of debris on the stairs directly under the hatch, and he posted a picture of dirt on the steps. I looked at the dirt, but I couldn't tell for certain. It could have been old plaster or something. I glanced up at the hatch and noticed something else particular on the edge, something that caught my eye. It barely poked out. It's hard to see because it's so far up. But I took a photo, and it is, don't know what. I don't like it. At that point, bagels were the last thing on my mind. I went back upstairs and grabbed a pole. I set the camera on the coat wardrobe at the top of the stairs and hit record just to make sure it would be caught on video if a demon burst out of the hatch. That's hysterical. Priorities. He's very on this picture. It didn't happen type. I Something out. fell out. Why didn't he lift it further? I jumped out of the way and pr- and practically fell down the stairs trying to dodge whatever it was that fell. At first, I thought it was a dead squirrel, which honestly would explain a lot. I hit the steps and bounced down the first floor. I went upstairs to get my phone and collapsed the pole since it was so long and unwildly. And then went back downstairs to investigate the object that fell at first. It wasn't even sure what it was. It was dingy, faded, and black. I picked it up and realized what it was. It was a small leather shoe. That's a tiny-ass goddamn shoe. For my alien child whose head was deformed. Yep. I hustled back upstairs and texted my landlord. I told him I thought there was something in the crawl space and I asked if he could investigate. He said he would come by, asked if he'd come back with a ladder and check it out. A few hours later, my landlord was on the ladder, shining a flashlight into the crawl space. I stared up at him, half expected something to grab him and yank him into the darkness. He angled a flashlight all around, saying, There's nothing up here. But then I was like, And then he was like, oh, wait, I watched as he reached up into an emptiness with his free arm and then pulled it back and he had something small and round in his hand. He climbed on the ladder and handed it to me. Again, I wasn't quite sure what I was looking at. It was smooth and shiny. And at first I thought it was an old piece of candy, but it was colored and too heavy to be candy. After a second, I realized it was a marble. It was so worn that I I hadn't registered as a marble at first. 
it was shaped sort of weird and a little bump on the end. My landlord seemed unbothered for the most part. Uh, okay, dude, in parentheses is what he said. And then told me to call him if I hear anything else. Went inside and headed to my office to see if I could figure anything out about this marble somehow and how it made its way to the ceiling. I had nothing to go on and it and in short, I didn't really learn much. I did figure out the bump on the marble, I think. Apparently, in the early 1900s, they made marbles by hand and cut them with big metal scissors, which would mean the marble probably is really old. Anyway, now I have a decrepit old shoe and a marble sitting in my dresser. I guess this is a new normal. Sorry for the long break. I haven't been feeling great for the past couple of weeks, and I haven't had time to update. So there wasn't much to say for the most part. I was sleeping well and I wasn't having weird dreams, but it was very vague and hard to describe. I'm sleeping all day and I have been getting sudden bouts of dizziness. I chalked it up to always having earbuds crammed in and maybe made a mental note on my ears getting checked. Other than that, things were pretty quiet. Sort of fooled myself into thinking that finding those items in the attic somehow ended all of this. Not that that would make much sense, but last night something started to happen. Late on Wednesday, I woke up and started with a start and felt something strange. Like something had just been watching me. I turned on the light, but I was alone. Still there in the tangible feeling of badness. Everything felt wrong, sort of like when you have the flu and you wake up at night and you can't really tell where you are for a minute. It was a feeling I'm used to always accompanies David. People tweet me a lot saying he might just need help, but I'm certain that's not the case. Every time he shows up, I feel palpable sense of malice. Like you can feel it in the air. Okay. There's what I felt at night, malice dread, but still I was alone and I was tired. I wound up just going back to sleep. I've been so exhausted recently, I can barely function. The next night, I the same thing happened. I woke up suddenly feeling like I had missed something. I missed seeing something, like a candle had just gone out and I could still smell it. The thought about using the pet cam from the living room to monitor my bedroom while I slept, but the cord was too short to get to the camera high enough to see the entire room, so I improvised. I downloaded an app that takes photos every 60 seconds and set my phone on the top of my bookcase and almost seven feet tall so I had a pretty good view of my bed in the surrounding room and then I went to sleep just like before I jolted awake a few hours later feeling the same unease I turned the light on and hurried out of my bed to grab my phone the bookcase there were 350 photos to scroll through this vast majority of them were me sleeping in the empty room sort of dark but as you can see me I'd left a couple nightlights on just in case anything showed up, but for the first hundred photos, it was just me in an empty room. And then suddenly there was standing on the chair at the foot of the bed staring at me. And it looks just like what we've seen in the one picture, but it's like brighter. So you can see it a little more. And the next photo for a minute later, he seems to be staring straight at the ceiling, just staring. This appears to collapse. Then he appears to collapse on the chair, and the next dozen photos are all the same. He's completely lifeless. At first, he doesn't. At first, I thought he was dead, which obviously doesn't make sense. I looked over the chair and half expected him to still be there, but it was empty. 
But then in the next photo, he's gone. The room is totally empty again. He's gone for the next several photos too. I figured that might be it, but I kept swiping through the photos. And about 15 photos later, he was back standing next to the bed. And it was like the last time I saw him. That was when my heart started to race. I didn't want to look at the rest of the photos, but I knew I had to. I swiped through the next photo and my heart sank into my stomach. Uh, he was on the bed inches from me, staring down at me, sleeping. That's creepy. I would cry. The photos are oh, kind of so. scary. The next one was worse. The next photo, he was staring straight at the camera. So, no thank you. After that, he seemingly... After that, there's seemingly nothing. He disappears again for the rest of the scroll. is just me alone in the room again, and that's it until the last photo. Oh my god. There's the final photo on the scroll, and it's the side of his head with the hair and the ear. I hate it. I'm at a loss of words. That malformed ear and stringy hair. I didn't even know what to do or what to think. I looked over my room, but I couldn't find anything, and honestly, I've been so exhausted, I didn't know how to process it. Even now, all I want to do is just sleep. Um, Hi, everyone. I've been gone for a week visiting family back in Montana for the holidays. It's been nice to get away from all this for a bit. Thanks, everyone, for the kind words lately. Blah, 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 blah. So I've been away from the city for a couple weeks. I went back home to Montana for the holidays, and everything almost immediately, uh, and almost immediately, I started feeling better less tired, less foggy. Up until now, I haven't started entertaining the idea of the thought of moving, thinking that David would probably just follow me wherever I go. But after I left Montana, everything seemed to improve. Like maybe David wouldn't follow me after all. Maybe he was tired, tied to the house and not me. Being home felt safer. I managed to relax a bit. I even started browsing listings for new apartments back in New York. Okay, so he lives in New York. The last thing I want to do is move in the middle of winter, but after the past few months, it seemed like it might be worth it. I felt like there might be a way out, but after a few days, I started feeling strange again, and that night, I got up to go to the bathroom, and I looked and stared into the dark. I couldn't help but feeling like there was something moving outside the bathroom window. The bathroom looks out into the backyard, and it was pitch black. I could barely see anything, but it was Montana, and there's animals passing through all the time. Sure enough, that morning, I found animal tracks through the snow. The next night, the same thing happened. I got up in the middle of the night and thought I saw movement in the blackness outside. This time, I stood out the window and gazed, straining my eyes to see, waiting for them to adjust the night. For a long time, I just stood out in the snowy darkness, but I couldn't see any movement. Then, just as I was about to turn away, I saw something lurch to the right and disappear from view. Again, it was too dark to make out an animal, but it could have been anything, a coyote, something. In the morning, I was getting out of the shower. I glanced out the window and noticed tracks behind the garage. And then there's just, like, little tracks. I couldn't tell what they were from the bathroom, so I got dressed and put my coat and went outside. When I got up close, my heart practically stopped. There were a few tracks, and they were footprints, really small footprints. And they do look like small footprints. I followed them across the backyard, and they disappeared into a ditch out back. I stood there in the snow, not knowing what to do. What could I do? Call the cops and tell them I found footprints in the snow. The last couple of nights, I was too scared to leave my room. If it had been David out there in the snow, it meant that he could follow me anywhere. No matter where I moved, he could find me. I felt helpless. I flew back to New York the 
day after Christmas back in my apartment. It seemed like I was in square one yet again. I tried everything I could think of. I staged my apartment. I hired a me or staged my apartment, hired a medium, and nothing has worked. And worse, I still feel him at night watching me from different corners of the room, always getting closer, waking up before something happens. For the past few nights, I've been using the app to take shots every couple minutes, but nothing shows up. For whatever reason, it doesn't seem to work anymore. But I've left it running just in case and picked up absolutely nothing, save one, save for one thing from last night. I don't know what that means. Then he was hovering above my bed, staring down at me, his mouth moving faster than it should be. I couldn't move. I could barely look up at him. Last night was particularly bad. I felt sick and had nightmares all night. I dreamed that David was hovering over the corner by the ceiling far off the ground. He was mouthing something, but I couldn't hear any words. Suddenly, he plummeted downward, and I felt like this huge pressure crashed into my chest. I woke up gasping. The wind completely knocked out of me. I sat up and looked frantically around or heaving for air and there was nothing i caught my breath i retrieved my phone from the dresser the photo roll showed nothing of note but their last photo was taken just a moment before it's just a blurry picture of that weird little kid I don't know what to do. I'm at a loss here. I just don't know. Sorry for the long delay. Honestly, I wasn't sure if I was going to tweet again. After what happened a couple weeks ago, everything stopped. Well, sort of. I wasn't having dreams anymore, and I wasn't, and I was feeling better. I was sleeping through the night again. Actually, I was feeling great. I still do, but things have been sort of weird, too. It's hard to explain. I'll try, but I don't know if any of it makes sense. Basically, as good as things have been for the past couple of weeks, I can't shake the feeling that something is off. Like, I've been sleeping fine, and I have lots of energy during the day but sometimes it seems sort of like lost time I guess like I'll look up in the clock will at the clock and realize a whole nother hour has gone by and I don't remember any of it or I'll mishear someone and ask them to repeat what they said and they said they didn't say anything I do that all the time little stuff like that but after what I've been through, it doesn't seem like a big deal. Despite all of that, I felt ready to put it all behind me. So on Sunday, I opened Twitter, intending to update you all, and it was all over, or at least what I thought was. So I just wanted things to go back to the way that they were, and it seemed like they had. I was writing something to the fact that I noticed there was way more notifications than usual. I swiped to the mentions and saw everyone was tweeting me about something. I posted on my Instagram story the day before, and they said that they saw something weird. The stories are expired now but i have screenshots and i don't know how to explain it long story short i went to brunch on saturday and with my friend i posted a few photos to my story and they were very unremarkable there's a post two pictures i posted totally dumb and normal they're totally boring brunch photos i posted one more photo of me and my friend before leaving and that was that but the next day i had zillions of messages on the third photo i posted people taking screenshots and sending them to me it's somehow uploaded to my Instagram story. So it's the girl and him, but this guy that's right, like typing it all, his face now looks deformed in it. And it's like uh. split and you can't see the bottom half and it's like pink, blue, and red. So it's all fucked up. And he took a screenshot of it so it shows like how many people have viewed his story and all that shit. Which, holy shit, he has a lot of people that follow him. I have no clue what happened. I looked up perfectly fine, or I looked perfectly fine on my phone when I uploaded it. I 
I'd say it was just a glitch, but I can't make sense of what's happening with my face. Maybe I can. It looks, I know what it looks like, what it probably was, but I don't know if anyone would care. I just really want things to go back to normal. I want to see I that feel photo. like normal enough right now. I don't know. I guess I'll keep you updated if anything happens. And then he posts a video again of his cats meowing. Everything is fine. Please don't worry about me. I'm okay. Everything was like it was before. For everyone asking I'm alive, I'm doing okay. It's pretty quiet around here lately, and I've been trying to focus on work. Of course, I'll keep you updated if anything happens, but for now, I'm busy with drawing and other projects, and then that is the end. That was it? I thought it was an yeah. end, like, somewhere else. Mm. Crazy. Well, I mean, it's still, like, a uh, work in progress, I guess, like, so that was in 2017. He hasn't really posted anything I, about oh, it since then. I thought there was going to be like a some finalization. Honestly. And like usually when people do stuff like this, they like delete their they have to delete their Twitter, but it's on like a fake Twitter account and they never get back on it, but this guy still gets on his Twitter and he still I think works for BuzzFeed and like all this other shit. So, I think some people think it's fake, some people think it's real. So people think that he works for BuzzFeed, so he's just like knows how to get the fucking views. Fair. But that is it. I'm so sorry that it took so long. I did not realize it was that long. It was very long. Um, it'd be like that though. We both had long stories. Yeah. It'd be like that sometimes. It do. It do. And you know, I'll just read two stories next week to make up some time, so both of you can do shorter stories. <laughs> Okay. Yep, I'm Perfect. trying to get in the... I thought this was going to be a shorter story. That's why I picked it. <laughs> I love that you thought that. I'm really tired. Um, <laughs> I'm Joshua. I'm Kirsten. I'm Kyla. And that was the weird and suspicious. Have a great night. Good night. Good night. Oh, our Instagram. The Weird and Suspicious, Instagram, Facebook, the Twitter is Weird and Sus. Email us at theweirdandsuspicious at gmail.com. And then I'm done. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye forever. Have a great night.